Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Say it, and I'll correct you if you're wrong. <laughs> the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Episode 303. Surprisingly, the home of Guinness does not sell the most Guinness in the world. In fact, Ireland ranks third behind Britain, which is first, and this is going to absolutely shock you. Nigeria, which is second. I'm not sure I'd want a super dark, heavy beer in those temperatures, but to each their own. Every year, it's a lot of fun and a lot of work to go through our travel stats for an entire year. All the miles that we flew and everywhere that we slept. There's a lot of diversity in our travel from month to month and from year to year. But the one constant for me, no matter where I'm traveling, is the backpack that I'm bringing with me. And it's always a Tortuga backpack. And what I love about this year that Tortuga Backpacks has done is really started to branch out into different lines based on the type of traveler that you are. So if you're more of a professional traveler and you need something that that is not going to rip, that's waterproof, that's really great pro version, heavy duty backpack, go on over, check out their Outbreaker backpack. But they've also just come out with a new line of set out backpacks for people who are just starting out and they don't need all those bells and whistles. You can find everything that's going on with Tortuga backpacks over at tortugabackpacks.com. They're the backpacks that I use no matter where I'm going, whether I'm going far flung international or just up the road, doesn't matter. I'm bringing my Tortuga backpacks with me. Check that out at tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget, of course, to use the promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, and that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who has been going shot for shot with me and pill for pill, the party girl. Of course, when I mean shot for shot, we're talking Dayquil, and when I mean pills, we're talking echinacea and vitamin B12, my wife, constant travel companion, Heather. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of days. I have to say the new year came and we had a great time. And then a few days after that, we both got pretty sick. Yeah, there are not many requirements for being a podcast host. There might be requirements for being a good podcast host. We'll let you guys decide whether we fall into that category or not. But there's not many requirements for actually recording a podcast other than the fact that you need to have a voice. And yeah, for the and last... you might need to bring a little energy, which if you're feeling sick, you might not have much of that. Yeah, so apologies for, get it, for starting off our year in review, 2017 year in review podcast a little late. There was different times where neither of us had a voice that was not going to happen for us to record a podcast then. So we are kicking it off today with our very first in a six 
six-part year in review. Yes, you heard that right. Six-part year in review. We were changing it up a little bit last uh, from last year. If you guys are veterans of the podcast, a lot of you had told us on social media that this is one of your, your favorite episodes of the year, that these episodes, these year in review episodes are some of your favorite. They certainly are for us. Have they do take us by far, hands down, without a doubt, the most preparation to do these year in review episodes than any other podcast we do throughout the year. Yes, it's because we are really bad and we don't keep up on it throughout the year. And I mean, this is an excuse, but you can't really pick your best things or how many places you've stayed until it's the end of the year. Right. You know, so I mean, I guess we could have a running list of like, this may be my best meal. You know, but we we don't really do that. I I want to go on a mini rant here. I'm not (laughs) going to, but I hate when people put out year in review posts when it's, you know, December 25th or December 20th. I'm like, it's not the end of the year. Yeah. Which is why we wait until the whole calendar year is over to even start beginning to plan for the year in review podcast, hence why it's coming out now. So just to give you a rundown, the six-part year in review, this first episode is our 2017 travel stats. We're going to give you all the numbers, all the nitty-gritty. Next, uh, episode number two, you're going to be getting all the superlatives. Think of this as your high school yearbook, right? Craziest thing that we did, you know, all those little um, superlatives that we'll hand out. So we'll do that in a separate episode and because we want to make it up to you for coming late to the party for the year in review, that's going to come out this week. If you're listening to this live, that's going to come out this week as well. So you're getting two uh, for the price yep. of one. We're this, making up for lost time. This week. Uh, part three is going to be our 26 best meals of 2017. Part four is going to be our best wine, beer, coffee, and desserts of 2017. We realized last year that we had to split that out and do its own episode because if that was included in meals, we'd never, ever get through that podcast. Part five is going to be our best travel experiences. That's where we talk about you know the best days that we had of 2017. And then part six, it kind of sneaks in there as year in review. It's our 2018 travel wish list. So where do we want to go in 2018? So we've got six podcasts coming up in this six-part year in review. You're welcome to listen to them all. Pick the ones that you want. You know, Pick and choose. That's totally cool. Um, and to kick it off, as we always do, it's our 2017 travel stats. And probably... This takes more time than any of the other ones to well, prep for because it's just, we have it, to go well, and account for every it's, day. It's a lot of planning and remembering. And as we mentioned, we put a picture up on Instagram because we did actually start in on this before Christmas, like for up to that day. And, you know, we look at our calendar, we look at our photos, we look at Instagram, we to look kind at of Gmail, yep, our TripIt app, yep. Facebook. So, I think you mentioned like basically. Seven or eight things to kind of make sure that we have every single night accounted for. So it takes a lot of time, although I don't know. I think Trev enjoys it because he's always been kind of obsessed with statistics. Like you love stats. I really enjoy it. And I really love looking back and seeing the whole year where we spent every single night. It's fun for me at the end of the year to go and reminisce because a year is a long time. And we were talking about stuff that we did in December uh, or excuse me, January and February of 2017. I you know, I was like, whoa, that was in this calendar year. That's crazy. So it is really fun. If you want a fun exercise, I recommend you go and do this yourself. But just know it will take you, if you're like us, a couple of hours, if you've traveled a little bit throughout the year, a couple of hours to recreate every single night and where you were every single day of the year. So we have this master, huge, crazy spreadsheet here (laughs) of every single night and where we spent it. And this year, Hath, we always have a little competition. Maybe it's only in my own head. Um, because you don't seem too keen to really care about who spends more time where. 
But we always have the little competition of who has spent more nights in different places, like who has been spent a night in different and pl- more places throughout the year. This year, we tied. 45 each. I don't even know how. We were exactly the same. Not that we spent every night in the same place, but we each spent a night in 40, at least one night in 45 different places, which is a far cry from 2016, which I looked up when I had 58 places I stayed and you had 50. So we have less places that we stayed. But interestingly enough to me, Hath, we only spent or I spent 210 days in in, in our home base here in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, I spent 210 days there. You spent 208, which was less than 2016. Yeah. That's surprising to me. Well, it's not surprising to me because let me tell you, I felt that difference being, you know, pregnant the whole year. And Trav kept saying in 2017, man, I don't really feel like we've traveled a lot. Have we like, I don't know. Let's go on another trip. And I had to keep reminding him, like, I was like, when we get to the end of this year, you are going to see how much we traveled, even though we didn't take all these amazing, exotic trips, we still went to a lot of places and still spent a lot of nights outside of our own comfortable yeah, home. Which the numbers <laughs> speak for themselves now, as I went through and did it, I was like, oh man, she's right here. Um, so just to give you a rundown of place we stayed, our home base here, I did 210 nights here. I had 208. Then we have three Airbnb properties that we bought. If you haven't heard that podcast, we bought three investment properties in in this last year. Uh, One of them in Philadelphia uh, called Laurel Street. I spent nine nights at. I spent eight nights there. I did seven at the other property at Frankfurt Ave. As did I. And we also both did seven nights at our Ray Street house. So between the three other properties, you're looking at about 23 to, or 22 nights. So we did Morgan's, uh, our home for 210 and then those. Now, friends' houses. I did 37 nights at various friends' houses over the year. And I did 34 nights. And then family is where you kind of take the lead. I did 15 nights in family, in houses of our family, whether it be Heather's family or my family. And I did 24. Um, We did 22 nights in hotels. I don't think there was a night, there was no nights where I spent in a hotel, you spent in a hotel and without the other. So we tied on that. Mm -hmm. 22 nights in hotels, which is a, a decent amount for people who don't spend a lot of times in hotels. I would say that was a decent amount of nights. I don't know. I have to say I wish it was more because I love hotels. Okay. Okay. Um, when it comes to like Airbnb and apartment rentals, I did 46 nights in apartments. And I did 43 because you had a few more nights than me in Colorado. In Colorado. Yep. We did three nights each in a hostel, one hostel. So we only stayed at one hostel this year, three nights. Unfortunately. Uh, we'll get to that. That's That might come up in the superlatives episode. We did one night on a plane. Which was great because it was a business class flight. So Yeah, the only downside of that flight is that it left at, I don't know, 6 p.m. So we actually didn't sleep a ton. Right. It was was a little, it left a little too early for us to really be ready to go to sleep. But uh, still awesome. I'll take a business class over economy Uh, night. Anyway, anytime. Uh, In inns or BNBs, like actual bed and breakfast, we did six nights each again together. And then, interesting enough, and the first time this has ever happened to us, Heth, we spent two nights in... A hospital. And that was when our son Whitaker was born. So, uh, if you guys want to follow along with him, by the way, he does have his own Instagram, which people (laughs) I think like more than our Instagram, at Miles. 
So traveling, W-H-I-T-M-Y-L-E-S. Follow along. Uh, we put up cool pictures for him. So um, we spend two nights in the hospital. So that gives us 365 days. So those are how our nights broke down. And uh, it's it's always interesting. It's always interesting to compare. Again, if you guys have time, I know a lot of e-poppers have taken us up on this and sometimes tweet us and send us messages on Instagram or emails of that they went through with their family or even if it was by themselves and figured out every night. And so if you do do that, let us know. Shoot us a tweet. How many places did you stay? Did you stay more than 45 different places? Let us know if you, uh, if you broke our record for 2017. Now, the other thing that takes a little bit of time to remember, so we usually do that, we always do that first, right, Heth? We go yes. through, make a spreadsheet of every night, and then that helps us remember all the trips that we took as well, which throughout this year I kept saying wasn't a lot, but then when we look at it, it ended up yeah, being a it, decent amount. it was a lot of traveling in 2017, and I would say the majority of it was in the U.S. and in Canada. We spent a lot of time in those two places, but we managed to leave the country a few times. Yeah, so. and we started the year in Dublin, so we started this calendar year of 2017 or last calendar year of 2017 in Dublin because we were there for a uh, New Year's Eve wedding. So we took um, combined... Or, or separately, I took 14 flights in 2017. Heth, you actually beat me by one. You took 15 flights. A lot of that was because you were traveling a little more back and forth to New Hampshire because your father was up there and was sick. So you you did that. So that 15 flights being like a round trip. No, 15 flights being like one, like each time you got on a plane. Okay. Not, not each time you got on a plane if you had like a layover, but hey, let's say, for example, if you went Philly to Manchester, New Hampshire, that was one flight. And then Manchester, New Hampshire back to Philly mm-hmm. was a second so flight. So why is mine odd? What what flight did I not have a return flight on? I'm trying um, to because remember we here. did start in Dublin, so and oh, we bounced around okay. a little bit. All right. And there so were, that's why mine's right. uneven. That is why yours is uneven. There also is... It wasn't always return because you know how we went Philly to Slovenia and then we went Slovenia to London. Gotcha. Like that's an extra leg in yeah. there. So I'm not going to read you all the flights we took because that would be even boring to someone <laughs> who's as big a stat nerd as me. I have written them all down, but I did have to recreate every flight and then I put them into gcmapper.com or GC Map, and it told me the distance. You're insane. So, You're insane. So you know exactly how many miles well, I didn't, we each took. If it was like layovers, I didn't include those, right? So okay. I just said from this distance, from sure. this beginning airport to this end airport because there were a lot of layovers i didn't include that so i flew twenty nine thousand approximately yeah approximately <laughs> i mean we spent we actually flew more miles than this because of layovers but when you just look at beginning to end point twenty nine thousand seventy eight miles okay and heth you clocked in a little bit below that you clocked in at twenty eight thousand seven hundred and sixty four so um again the only real difference in our flights was the fact that i went to Denver and back, and then you went uh, up and back to New Hampshire um, a few times. I mean, that's kind of hard to do, but flights, you kind it's a little easier to remember. Then I get really nerdy, and I decide I want to figure out overland miles. This is crazy. I, I Have we ever done this before? I we, think, have. we have. We okay. have? Uh, last year. I didn't go back and look if we did it for 2015, but I'm guessing yes. Um, and so for overland miles, I only looked, obviously, I didn't look at every time we got in a car and drove somewhere. Uh, you know, that would be, um, A, not organized enough for that, and B, not quite insane enough to do something like that. This was simply when we were traveling overland for 
a purpose, like whether it be a road trip or are we going somewhere or something. Yeah, not like just that. like okay, we're running errands around where we live. Right, we're running like errands. That. We're like, oh, we're going down to Philly for this a night. Is like I didn't just include for any trips. of that. These are kind just of bigger like road trips or driving somewhere. Gotcha. Right. So I actually then had to go and remember every time we did that and put the each individual one into Google Maps and then of course convert it if it gave it to me in kilometers. So for example, our first overland trip in 2017 had was our awesome Ireland road trip where we went. Dublin to the Dingle Peninsula, Ring of Kerry to Woodstock, Galway, and back to Dublin Airport. Yeah, and that was a doozy. That's maybe one of our biggest. Yeah, well, it's definitely one of our longest when it comes to time. But interestingly enough, because, you know, when you get into those countries like Ireland or, or Slovenia, which right. we'll talk about in a little bit, you travel around and there's so much to see, but it's not that long. Like yeah, that it's not that far, the distance. Distance, between. right. That trip itself was only 629 miles. Okay. But most of the time, you're on these like small rural roads in Ireland and that you're going. It's taking forever because right. they're very windy and yeah. Right. So that was 629 miles. Our little Irish road trip, which did surprise me. I assumed it was, you know, in the in the states when you get in a car, you used to, and doing a road trip, you used to driving maybe a thousand miles in the shot. But 629 miles. Then we also drove um, Los Angeles to San Diego. Had that caught us 131 brutal Oh, there was so much traffic. I mean, I know everybody talks about LA traffic. It was awful. Yeah. It was really terrible. I think we were a bit naive. We're like, yeah, so everyone talks about no big deal. And everyone told us, leave LA before three or you're going to get sent in the chat. And we left at like 240? No, we left at 315. Like we were going to leave at 240. We kind of meandered around. And then we sat in three hours of traffic trying to get out of LA. So um, you guys are right. All of you who live in LA or have told other people about LA traffic, you are right. We were wrong. It is that bad. Then when we were out in Vancouver, we did a Vancouver up to Whistler and then back to Vancouver, a little day trip. That was cool. Yeah, that was beautiful. It's such a great road trip. Definitely would recommend to anyone who is going to Vancouver and wants to see some mountains. I mean, especially if you want to ski, go to Whistler, of course. But we we did it in the spring yeah. um, in May, and it was beautiful. And we clocked in about 200 miles there. Then we did Vancouver out to Vancouver Island and over to Tofino and then back to Vancouver. Some of that's on a ferry, so I guess it's technically not over. Right, but we did actually go all the way down to Victoria to the bottom of Vancouver, which Island, I didn't even include. Which you didn't even include. So, so we got in three fifty three there, about approximately three hundred fifty three miles. We drove Philly up to Manchester, um, New Hampshire. That was three hundred and sixty one miles, and then we did our longest road trip of the year, and this was actually a. You know, it was a bit of a road trip. We went to Philadelphia, down to Ocean City, Maryland, to spend some time with yep, our friends, which from was high great. School. And then we went from Ocean City, Maryland, back north. We skipped right over our house and we went straight to Toronto, Canada. We were in Toronto for about a week, and then from Toronto we went to New Hampshire. But we made a few stops along the way. Yes, and talk about brutal traffic. Actually, worse traffic than the LA traffic was oh, us trying yes. to get out of Toronto on Canada, Canada Day. Day. Canada Day, mm-hmm. and we got stuck in Toronto. We were trying to make our way over to Burlington, Vermont, and we got stuck in Toronto traffic, and then Toronto suburb traffic 
for a good it took us a good four hours longer than it should have because it it, it, it took us about four hours to go one hour outside of toronto is is essentially yeah, what happened. that was that was pretty brutal but Awful. trav was driving most of that so it started as a super fun day we were so excited we're getting to burlington vermont gonna be great and then we rolled into burlington vermont at about 11 midnight, p.m. midnight. something yeah so we hung out in burlington vermont for half a day because we got there so late then we drove across Vermont and down into Lake Winnipesaukee, where we spent a week with Heather's family. So that clocked us in at exactly, well, I say exactly, but Exactly, 1,499 miles. You couldn't even just say 1,500 miles. I, I'm just being specific. Okay. That's what Google Maps spit out to me. <laughs> but wait, we did take a little detour to Hill Farmstead Brewery. Did you include that? Because I, it would definitely push you I, to 1,500. Well, yeah, I, I did not include it. Um, I didn't put in every little stop because, again, not that organized, my memory's not that good, and I'm also not that crazy. Then we went Manchester to Philadelphia, again, uh, or, or like back down, 361 miles. And then we did a bit of a road trip in, to, in Slovenia. So we did our baby moon, if some of you remember listening to that podcast, and we were in Slovenia and Croatia. So we landed in Slovenia, and we did have a little travel mishap, which I don't know if it'll come up on the podcast um, on a superlatives one, but we rented a car, and we drove, you know, obviously around Ljubljana. We were walking most of the time, but then we drove up to northern Slovenia. Then we drove back down to southern Slovenia and then into Croatia and back to Ljubljana. Right. And all told, that was only 337 miles. <laughs> but it felt much longer. Because Slovenia is the size of New Jersey. So very, very small. We then did a little mini road trip when we were in the UK and we went from London to Cheltenham because there was a wedding out in Cheltenham and back to London. I did not include the day we spent driving around the Cotswolds only because I don't even know where we were. <laughs> we literally got in a car and just took all these back roads. I could never recreate it if I tried. No. So that was just an extra. Um, then we did another round trip, Philly to Manchester, New Hampshire and back. Again, that's where Heather's family is. So, And that's where her dad was in the hospital. So we did a decent amount of times up and back to that throughout the year. And then lastly, right before the end of the year happened, Heth, we snuck in. Yeah, and this is why we don't do the podcast before right. the end of the year, because on December 29th, we went from Philadelphia to New York City, and we drove the entire way, and then we drove back to Philadelphia. Yes, and this was a really great experience. We took our friends, and this will probably come up on one of the Year in Review podcasts. We took our friends to New York City for the first time. We took our little buddy, buddy, well, he is our buddy, but our <laughs> little baby, Wit, to New York City for the first time. We had a great couple days is there and so you never know what's gonna sneak in at the end of the year hence why we wait so that's a great point 233 miles our home to new york city and back total overland miles for us Heth, because we did all our overland stuff together 5026 miles bringing our total mileage for the year and again this is approximate because we're not including all the layovers and everything for me 34,104 miles and for me, 33,790 miles. So overland, we have 5,026 miles now. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Say it and I'll correct you if you're wrong. <laughs> I was trying to remember if that was the right phrase. That's like enough miles to go 
from one side of the U.S. to the other than halfway back, right? It's thirty yeah, about I mean, 3,300 miles to go yeah, from across side, the U.S., which usually, we've never done before right. and would like to do someday. I usually estimate at like 3,000 to get yeah. from, I mean, it depends where you're going, obviously, right, right, right. but 3,000 miles across the U.S., so essentially we did 3,000, we almost came back and forth across the U.S., yeah, which we've never done. So, Which, which is, is crazy to think, because whenever I think about doing that type of a trip across the U.S., I'm like, you know, this would take weeks, you know, if you really wanted to have a fun time, maybe two months. And it, and it, I mean, that's uh, the way I'd want to do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to so, rush it. So, I but. mean, that last year we had 5,026 miles. So maybe in uh, 2018, we'll do that trip across I, I mean, the U.S. I if, don't know. If we get that little camper van and get going, we could really put some overland miles in um, if we do do a road trip like that. So, th- again, when we compare it to 2016, um, you know, it, it's just interesting to see how many miles we did. Last year, I was at 37,000 and Heather was at 31,000. And this year, even though our travel was so different, I was at 34,000, Heather was at 33,000. So you're very close to the same amount of total miles for all of us. Surprisingly. Surprise, as Heather mentioned, throughout <laughs> the year we were doing all travel. But it's just interesting to me that even though our travel was so different, so much more was domestic in the U.S. versus international, our actual total miles came out pretty close, which which was very surprising to me. As Heather mentioned, maybe not as surprising to her being pregnant and being the one traveling around in 2017. When we look at our countries visited, we have six. And... Not bad for a whole year. Six countries. Yeah, so uh-huh. rattle them off. Yep. Ireland, Spain, Canada, Slovenia, Croatia, and the UK. And I guess if you included the US, it would it would be seven. But since we're here, well, yeah, I, I mean, don't we include. live here. What's interesting to me is that we only did one new country. That was Slovenia. So for both of us, the only new place that we had never been as far as a country. Um, and me. Ireland. I miss. Well, okay. When I was making these notes, I remember why I didn't say Ireland was new because we were actually there. We flew into Ireland December 28th, 2016. Oh. So we had been there at the very end of 2016. All right, so, all right. Stickler for the rules, okay. you know me. 2017, we visited one new country, Slovenia, Ireland, who had just <laughs> we had just been in a few days before that. Now, as far as states visited, when, you know, obviously we drove through a certain amount of, uh, a decent amount of states going back and forth to New Hampshire. I looked at states visits as anywhere that we made an effort to stop somewhere at. And that doesn't just mean a rest area. So when I counted those, Heath, we came up with Pennsylvania. We did a decent amount of traveling in Pennsylvania itself. New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, California, because we were out in LA and San Diego, Texas, we were down in Austin, Colorado for me. Um, I went on a ski trip to Colorado that you didn't go on. Oregon, um, Washington, because we did actually cross the border and go over to White Salmon. And then also Connecticut, because on the way back from New Hampshire the one time, we did stop in Connecticut and grab a brew and stop at a brewery, which I guess then by those rules, I have to include Massachusetts because we stopped at Treehouse Brewing oh, right yeah. on the border of Massachusetts. That's true. That's true. All right. So that brings us to 11 states for me mm. and 10 states and for you. And no new states for either one of us. Yeah. Which is, I guess, not surprising. I don't know. We could. I haven't taken the time to count out how many states we've been to. I think both of us were around th- like low 30s. So I guess it's not that surprising that nothing was new because at this point to get to a new state, we'd have to make an effort. Like everything around us has been done. And then California and Texas and a lot of places that you might, or New Orleans and Louisiana, like you might fly to, those have been done as well. So 
Um, at some point, we got to figure out which states we need to do, and then and then knock them off. But no new states. But we did visit a some decent amount of new places, for sure. And starting with California, because we. Took a trip out there in March of 2017, mostly because the weather was so horrible in Philadelphia and cold and rainy that we were just like, let's get out of here and let's go somewhere warmer. And we wanted to either do San Diego or the Florida Keys, which I had never been to the Keys before, but Travis had. and Kind of. Like kind I, of. I had driven halfway down. I've never been to Key West still. So anyway, we decided to do LA and San Diego. And that was a super nice trip because even though it wasn't summer weather you know we weren't swimming in the ocean or anything like that but we i mean i had shorts on one day and it was really nice and sunny i loved that trip because it was just it was like a screw it we even put out to you guys on social media and in the email blast that a lot of you guys responded where should we go san diego or key west we let you vote san diego edged out key west and we said screw it we're going to san diego and we got a flight uh you know like a week later so that was a really fun trip also, for me, Vancouver was a new place. I'd been to Vancouver once before, so I wrote kind of new in my notes. I never spent a lot of yeah, time there. Yeah, we were you only had. there for two days, and it was like a very quick trip. So we spent three weeks, almost four four weeks in Vancouver and Vancouver Island, and just what an awesome time that was. That was a great trip. That will be coming up. Uh, we'll be talking about some of that. And uh, the stuff we talk about here will get more in depth than on in more of the Year in Review podcast as we go forward. So that was kind of new for me. White Salmon in Washington State. We were only there for a night, but that was new for you. You had never been. And that was gorgeous. Or Hood River. Yeah, I mean, Hood River. It was beautiful. Absolutely stunning because we stayed at a friend's um, cabin and you could see, you know, Mount Hood and you could see, what was the other mountain? I don't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> but you could see like one mountain off the back of his house and then Mount one Adams, Mount, I think. Mount Adams off the back of his house and then Mount Hood off the front of his house. And it was like, you know, snow capped in August. It, it was just really beautiful. Yeah. And then we both visited Burlington, Vermont for the, for, I think it was the first time for yeah, you. Yeah, it was for me as yeah. well. And that's a fun little town. Definitely one that I'd love to get back to. And we mentioned that Spain wasn't a new country for us, but one of the neat things we did Again, this goes with that like trying to follow the sun a little bit, which is why we end up in San Diego. When we were in Ireland, we knew it might be cold and dreary and not as sunny, even though it was super fun. So we booked a trip from Ireland down to Barcelona. So even though we have been to Spain before and we've been to Madrid and the Costa del Sol and out to Santiago to visit my sister, we had never been to Barcelona. So even though it was a new country, basically had Barcelona. I mean, that's a huge place to go. That was that was brand new for us, which was yeah. really cool. And then Ireland, the West Coast of Ireland, we had never been to either. And so that was new. Yeah. And super fun. So, so all in all, not not a bad year, Trev, even though we didn't travel as much as previous years. Okay, listen, the numbers, <laughs> as you say, stats don't lie, right? Um, so Heather's point is being made more and more every time I list another mm. stat, her point of us, not having that slow of a 2017 travel year because I kept saying, oh, our 2017 travel year, it's pretty slow. It's pretty slow. And she's like, I don't think that. I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, come the end of the year. Um, and when we look back at all the miles that we did and the places that we slept and the amount of days we spent away from our actual house, which are more this year than it was even last year, um, you are correct. It was not slow. You are a trooper doing it all. Um, you know, when we started the year, not 
pregnant. Yeah. And then going through every phase of pregnancy. Yeah, which when we get into our other, you know, best of and all of our superlatives, it's a little harder for me because, of course, I wasn't drinking for nine and a half months out of the year. And... You know, I just remember the first part of the year in Ireland and Barcelona, how awesome that was because I wasn't pregnant. So I just like ate anything I wanted and drank anything I wanted. And that was a great trip. And then I had to pick up the slack. For yes, both you of did. Us, hence Which was not the, a hard job to do. Not a hard job. Hence the 15 pounds that I'm feeling uh, moving around now. Um, so there we go, guys. That is our 2017 travel stats. Again, I, if, if you want to know the hours it takes to just put together the stats, just this episode, the prep, I would say it took me maybe four to five and Heather another two or three. I mean, it was a, yeah, it's a it's pretty intense, intense heavy <laughs> workload, but we love doing it. Um, again, if you want to do the same thing, if you want to try to figure out every single year or every single night that you spent um, of 2017 and where it was, I suggest you check TripIt. Your Gmail, your Hotels.com reservations, what else? Uh, social media, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And then hopefully you have a wife who has a, or a partner or someone who you've traveled with who has a better memory than you do because without Heth, there would be some noticeable holes in my year. So check that out. Try to do that if, if you want to have a little fun activity. And let us know then on Twitter. Hit us up if you have slept more than 45 different places this year. And of course, if you go crazy like we did and even figure out your total mileage and stuff like that, tweet us. Let us know. That's always fun to interact with you guys that way. And what we're going to do, because we still have a voice and because we have a babysitter for the little guy right now, we're going to be rolling in and recording a bunch of our other year in review podcasts. Now, you're going to be able to get them over the next couple of weeks. Don't forget that the next one, our superlatives episode, um, you know, craziest thing we've done, best this, best that, most expensive this, cheapest this, blah, 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 best value, all those great things that will be coming out this week as well on Thursday. So if you're listening live on Tuesday, we're going to give you two episodes to make up for the fact that uh, that we got them out a little late this year due to the fact that we didn't have a voice. So you can check that out. iTunes, Overcast, whatever. However you're listening to this podcast, you can get them as well. And you can, of course, find all the show notes to everything we do at Extra Pack of Peanuts dot com slash shows don't forget everywhere that i traveled this year i traveled my tortuga backpack so if you're looking for the best travel backpack tortugabackpacks.com use the promo code epop and as always thank you guys for the continued support that makes us the number one rated travel podcast on itunes until next time happy free travels thanks for letting me nerd out i'll show you paris soon.